Hello and welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemper Oper in Dresden, Germany. This week, Mirko Roszkowski is with us to discuss the first song in Die Schöne Müllerin, Das Wandern. We talk about how to handle strophic texts, that is, songs with different verses set to the same music, as well as long and short vowels and the different possible pronunciations of the letter R. This week's diction lesson on the Facebook page also covered the topic of R, so please check that out too. For more information about today's contributor, Mirko Roszkowski, or for the accompanying PDF of this text, which includes an IPA transcription along with the poetic and word-for-word -word translations, please visit DictionPolice.com. All of our diction lessons, diction tips, and tongue twisters for singers are posted at the website under the category Freebies Blog. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook or Twitter at Diction Police. The texts for both of Schubert's master song cycles, Die Schöne Müllerin and Winterreise, were all by the poet Wilhelm Müller. Müller's poetry is modeled on German folk song in both meter and form. All of the poems come from his two-volume work Gedichte aus den hinterlassenen Papieren eines reisenden Waldhornisten, poems from the papers left behind by a traveling hunting horn player. The first volume, which contained Die schöne Müllerin, was published in 1820, and Schubert's cycle of the same title was published in 1824. It is the earliest extended song cycle to be widely performed, has remained a favorite in the repertoire, and is still widely performed today. Müller's poetry influenced later German poets, most notably Heinrich Heine. Das Wandern Das Wandern ist des Müllers Lust, das Wandern. Das muss ein schlechter Müller sein, dem niemals fiel das Wandern ein, das Wandern. Vom Wasser haben wir es gelernt, vom Wasser. Das hat nicht Rast bei Tag und Nacht, ist stets auf Wanderschaft bedacht, das Wasser. Das sehen wir auch den Rädern ab, den Rädern, die gar nicht gerne stille stehen, die sich mein Tag nicht müde drehen, die Räder. Die Steine selbst, so schwer sie sind, die Steine, sie tanzen mit den muntern Reihen und wollen gar noch schneller sein, die Steine. O wandern, wandern, meine Lust, o wandern. Herr Meister und Frau Meisterin, lasst mich in Frieden weiterziehen und wandern. I think the biggest problem with these first couple of songs in the Schöne Müllerin is they're strophic. So we have the same music and a whole lot of different texts. How do you make that different? Well, it's really hard to keep listeners' attention because if you sing everything the same way, it's going to be very, very boring and they are not going to listen anymore. Starting with the second verse, they know what's coming and no, one, no one's listening. So one thing that is important, especially for Schubert, what I learned is that from the second verse on, you can 
find your own dynamic interpretation because what Schubert wrote into the score mm -hmm. is only meant for the first verse. That's ah, what I learned. Okay. Well, so this is a lot of possibility, of course, yeah. um, afterwards, because you're free then. Right. And we have five verses here, so a, a lot to do. Yeah. And do people generally do all five verses? Yes. Though I think I've once heard it only with uh, three verses, but if you do the, the, whole, the whole cycle, of course, it's... Uh, everything. Definitely everything, uh, five verses. There's a way of using the text to keep the attention and to make it interesting and there are different emphasis because of the text. Though the music is the same, right. the text gives uh, different phrases. Use it, use yeah. everything for these, especially for uh, the, the Schöne Müllerin, it's very, very important. Yeah. One of the things that I remember talking with Franz Grundheber about was long and short vowels. And I think that's a really good way to start in making the text come alive to make the different verses different. Of course, but also with the, with the consonants. Das Wandern, you can use different varieties of, of the V of the first sound. Das Wandern, das Wandern, there's um, a huge difference, I think. Yeah, so every time, even every time you say Das Wandern, you say it yeah. slightly differently too. Perhaps not, not every time, because uh, it's Das Wandern ist des Müllers Lust, Das Wandern. And then, when you repeat it again and again, and the last one, of course, take the chance to... The, the, the last one is uh, a repetition, yeah? yeah? And you repeat it, and there you can do something new. Das Wandern. Exactly. Take a lot of V, or <laughs> change the, the A sound. Yeah, how, make it a little brighter or a little, little darker brighter, yeah. or a little something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But as you <clears throat> say this first sentence, <clears throat> all of these are actually short they're all short vowels, they're all short syllables, right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> das Wandern ist des Müllers Lust. Das Wandern. And so we're saying short vowels and what we're really talking about is two consonants that end a syllable as opposed to having a single consonant that ends a syllable, which we get, for example, actually in the first line of the second verse, Vom Wasser haben wir es gelernt. So we have that haben wir es gelernt. Yeah. Vom Wasser haben wir es gelernt. So Wasser, because of the two S's, yeah. is a short syllable, but everything else feels rather long. Yeah, and that take the chance and use a lot of S sound. Vom Wasser haben wir es gelernt. Find different ways of expressing the same word. Yeah, so, well, and then if we have, in the third line of the second verse, we have this Rast, which feels very fast, and then Tag, feels very long, right? Is that, so these are the kind of like small differences we can make just within the words to make it more interesting for the listener, even if they don't speak German. Yeah. Das hat nicht Rast bei Tag und Nacht. Rast, so uh, the ST, mm -hmm. and uh, afterwards the CHT with in Nacht. Nacht. Mm -hmm. In Nacht. Rast, Nacht. This, these are short A sounds, uh, short vowels mm -hmm. within. And uh, that Tag, this is one, so one consonant following, and it's a long vowel. Yeah, and we saw that same thing with them with Wasser, because we have the two S's. Yeah. But in the next verse, we have... Rädern. So we have, it's a long A umlaut sound, because there's only one consonant. And this A vowel is not, it's not necessarily just like gelernt, right? It's not the same A as gelernt, or is it, is it the same? 
No, not really. This is hard to explain because I think the um, even the, the phonetic the phonetic letter is the same. Exactly. But it, there is a difference be, uh, within the a umlaut is opened, räder, yeah. gelernt is. This is a bit more closed. It's a color, definitely only a color. But um, so gelernt is too too much. Too gelernt is not right. It's gelernt. Yeah, so it's almost as though the A umlaut has just a hair bit, a tiny bit of an ah feeling to it. Rädern. Rädern. So now we've set up this rule where the double consonant or two consonants that end a syllable generally will, will shorten the vowel yeah. and shorten the sound. But in the fourth line of the second verse, we have the word S-T-E-T-S. Stets. Which is a closed E sound, which it is the closed lowercase E. Stets. This is a long one. What German language has a lot of exceptions. Exactly. A lot of them. And stets is one of them. And actually with stets, we have another rule that we come to because an S before a T is not stets. It's not an irregular normal S. It's the long squiggly S. And then I know there's something with the T because when we speak it in German, we don't want to really say a T. We want to say which comes out sounding like a D to us. Yeah. But if we're phoneticizing this as a T... It is a T and, and it's uh, defined. A T is a defined as, as an explosive sound. So T is a T. And a T is also a T after sh. So it's a stets. And we have that a lot of examples in this first song, especially in, in the verse Steine, die Steine selbst so schwer sie sind. And, and before... In the uh, Redon verse? Yeah. Die gar nicht gerne stille stehen. So, you will sometimes hear stille stehen. Mm -hmm. Stille stehen. Mm -hmm. So this is a bit lazy. I think for Kunstlied and for lyric diction, this is important not to be lazy, but to take all the colors of each word and all the sounds and to play with these sounds. Yeah. It's much more fun, really fun, if you use this. Die Steine selbst, so schwer sie sind, die Steine. Or die gar nicht gerne stille stehen. Also in stets. Take it because the audience is gonna listen at that moment. Yeah. If you sing just the way, yeah, let's, let's say the lazy way, it won't take the, the audience's attention. And I think if they hear these articulation with all its different colors and all the, all the possibilities and all the sounds, they are going to listen. Yeah. Which brings us to the letter R. Oh my God, yes. One of the issues that we have in German is, first of all, the back uvular R. Should we ever sing with this uvular R, with this back R, R, R that I don't really do very well? I, I do it sometimes okay. when I don't have enough time. Okay. Or the, the combination of, of sounds is very hard, but you should always try to use the, the rolled R. The, the front eye of in the front of the mouth yeah. yeah in the front of the mouth yes right and that's the easy thing when it's at yeah. the beginning of a word like reda yeah but at rust, the end but rust and reda exactly but the problem is at the end of the word reda we have yeah. another r and this one yeah. we phoneticize with the upside down bright ah we can read that in kunst lead in, in singing artistic songs we have to roll the r at the end of these words so in the er 
always. But I have to say that we don't do that anymore. It's a very old-fashioned way. If you hear um, recordings from the 40s or even older, there you can hear it. It's right. They rolled each and every R yeah. in the end of the words, but we don't do that anymore. It's this R, this this upside down, upside right? Down, R. Yeah, which is, in my opinion, a bit difficult to to explain, but uh, easier to show. Das Wandern. Das Wandern ist des Müllers Lust. So Wandern, A, Müller, and Wasser, Wanderschaft, Räder, Räder. Yeah. So it's 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 in an A sound. It's not so much. It's not Räder, Räder. It's Räder. It's a bit more in the back of of the mouth, right? And there's no way to say the the R sound or to roll an R or whatever. This is absolutely enough and this is completely okay that way. Wandern, Müller, Räder, schneller, mit den Muntern, rein. So even in the word schwer, yeah. which is a very difficult word exactly. in my opinion. Well, I think with the schwer, the hard thing with the schwer is that we have the E, the closed E yeah. sound, the long closed A, A, and then we have this schwer, and it's, we want to move our tongue, we want to move the front of our tongue because we're afraid, I think, going to the back yeah. by going schwer, 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 no. <laughs> wandern, no, it's schwer, and wandern, munter, schneller, but Herr Meister. This, this is what I wanted to ask you. When we have the two R's, do we want to say Herr Meister, maybe? Could we roll those? Yes, you could do it. I mean, it's two R's. Yes. <laughs> so, so, of course, you anytime. can. Yes. yes, you can do that. But Herr, Herr Meister, I don't do it, to be honest. Okay. I don't know why, but mm -hmm. I don't do it. Perhaps because, in my opinion, it's not necessary because you know the person already. So, you know, it's not necessary to, to emphasize this word. Herr Meister und Frau Meisterin. Okay, now we have one that's intervocalic, that's between two vowels. Then we really need a flip, right? Meisterin? Meisterin. No, it's not, not enough. You should roll the R up there. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things I find interesting with German when it's an intervocalic R, unlike Italian, where if you, if you roll it instead of flip it, you change the whole meaning of the word. In German, Oftentimes, Germans will actually roll even a single R, Meisterin, like you're yeah, saying, roll yeah. it. So Müllerin, yeah. Müllerin, yeah. you can say too, right? Yeah. If you do roll the R, you're technically not wrong to say Meisterin. It's, it's, no, it's very clear that way, Meisterin. Are there some normal things that you heard from foreigners in, in words like this? Do, do Americans tend to have a problem saying wandern? Do we get the er well, in there? Of course, it, it must be very difficult for, for Americans because I think Americans would usually like to say wandern. Yeah. British singers would say wandern. This is also not quite exactly the, the right sound. Yeah. Wandern. I think this is this is really a topic we we will have that a couple of times during the uh, the whole cycle of course and we have to talk about that again and again because you can often hear where the singer comes from at the especially at that point right yeah right and just try to sound as german as possible <laughs> yeah the, I, I think the thing to remember is that it's got to have some space to the vowel but it doesn't need to have an er feeling to it it needs to have more of an ah feeling yeah Wandern. exactly exactly 
One other thing that I wanted to talk about, since we had talked about S's before T's that become the long squiggly S, mm -hmm. we should also talk about the S's at the ends of words that <laughs> that, are, that remain unvoiced, yeah. Yeah. right? They're yeah. not, it's not, we wouldn't say mulas. Yeah, of course this is for, for English um, uh, native speakers, this is something uh, weird. We don't have any voiced S at the end of a word. Or any voiced consonants in general and, at all. Yeah. Right. Okay. But yeah. especially this S is the one I think that's difficult for us to yeah. remember. Yeah, exactly. So not Müllers. No, it's uh, Müllers. And niemals. And stets. Yeah. <coughs> Which I think is easier because it's after a T. So yeah. we wouldn't voice that one. But after an L, we would want to say niemals. We would yeah. also probably right. pull that L back. We would want to say niemals. But niemals. Niemals. Yeah. Also, we have what we've learned from the water. Haben wir's. And here suddenly we have an apostrophe. Wir apostrophe S. This is a short form for ES, the mm -hmm. word S. Vom Wasser haben wir es gelernt uh, would be the, the long version, but this is just because of lyric ideas. Um, poetry, yeah. Poetry, the... yeah. Mm -hmm. And so this is for the, for the small word S. Vom Wasser haben wir es gelernt. And it stays um, unvoiced. Exactly. Yeah. And again, wir's, not wir's, wir's. Wir's gelernt. Exactly. So no r in wir's. Yeah. Wir's. No. For English speakers, there's an easy way to remember the pronunciation of the combinations IE and EI. Whichever vowel appears second in the combination is usually the one that sounds the same as what we should say. So if you see the combination IE, it usually sounds like E, which in phonetics is the lowercase I sound, as in niemals viel, Z and D, and Frieden. If the combination is EI, then it sounds pretty much like I. In German, phonetically transcribed as bright A to the lowercase E, E sound. This is a slight difference from English diphthongs, which always go to an open vowel. Examples in this piece include sein, ein, steine, rein, meister, and meisterin. And of course, in the word weiterziehen, we get each of these sounds back to back. There are a few exceptions to these spelling rules, but they don't show up in Das Wandern, so we don't need to worry about them here. One rule that's often mentioned in German is the issue of what to do when a T and a D come back to back, as they do here in Sie tanzen mit den Muntern rein. In this case, it is absolutely possible to stop the T without exploding it before saying the D. We call this implosion, even though it's not exactly what we're doing. We're basically just stopping the sound, mit den. It's also possible to explode it, mit den. Since the words here aren't grammatically super important, probably the first choice is best. Just remember that there does need to be an actual stop for that T. If there isn't, we end up with what sounds like a doubled voiced consonant rather than that imploded unvoiced ending to mit, mitteen. Along the same lines, but much less often discussed when it comes to German diction, is that this can happen with other consonant pairings, like phonetic F and V, 
or phonetic S and Z. In this piece, we have Auf Wanderschaft at the end of the second strophe, where Auf ends in an F, and the W in Wanderschaft is the phonetic V. What's rarely mentioned is that if there isn't enough time to get both an F and a V out together, then all we need here is a slightly lengthened unvoiced consonant, Aufwanderschaft. The same is true in the third strophe, das sehen wir, das sehen wir. While an S at the end of a word in German will always be unvoiced, an initial S in a word will generally be a voiced Z sound. So we get das sehen back to back. Again, if there isn't time to get both out, a German will sing just an unvoiced das sehen wir. Das sehen wir auch den Rädern ab. Ist stets auf Wanderschaft bedacht. What we cannot do is make them both voiced. Auf Wanderschaft or das sehen wir are not options and are in fact a very sure sign that a foreigner is singing in German. Das Wandern Das Wandern ist des Müllers Lust, das Wandern. Das muss ein schlechter Müller sein, dem niemals fiel das Wandern ein, das Wandern. Vom Wasser haben wir's gelernt, vom Wasser. Das hat nicht Rast bei Tag und Nacht, ist stets auf Wanderschaft bedacht, das Wasser. Das sehen wir auch den Rädern ab, den Rädern, die gar nicht gerne stille stehen, die sich mein Tag nicht müde drehen, die Räder. Die Steine selbst, so schwer sie sind, die Steine. Sie tanzen mit den Muntern rein und wollen gar noch schneller sein, die Steine. O wandern, wandern, meine Lust, o wandern. Herr Meister und Frau Meisterin, lasst mich in Frieden weiterziehen und wandern. This interview with Mirko Roszkowski was conducted by Ellen Rissinger. Phonetic transcription by Deborah Massell and Ellen Rissinger. This has been the Diction Police Special Diction Unit, a production of Singing Diction GBR.